goodness, I did not expect that to just end so suddenly. Am I talking into the right mic? Hello? Which mic am I supposed to talk in? <laughs> is it this one or is it this one? All right, you guys are going to hear me struggling. Um, is it this mic? Hello? Oh my goodness. I'm struggling over here. You know what? Let's turn both on and hope for the best. Okay, there we go. Um, ignore my struggles. I'm trying to do this live today for the first time. Uh, and of course, it started off with me, I guess, having the wrong mic. Um, but I think I have the right one now. I'm trying to uh, go back and forth <laughs> between the two and figure out like which one is the one that's... This looks like the one that you can hear things with. So let's hope for the best. I have both mic mics currently on <laughs> of course i did not like prepare anyway uh welcome back to this chaotic apparently episode of the literary fairy uh the first time i am doing this one live um usually when i come and do my other two shows live there is a news break before i start talking so i have time to prepare and uh there was not one this time it just did the top of the hour and then suddenly i was supposed to be on so you know what it's also early. I'm also like, I woke up like 7.30. I don't, let's, okay, let's just get into the show today. Um, so welcome everybody to The Literary Fairy, the last one of 2023. And this is the time of the year where all the apps and social medias and stuff are doing their roundups of the year. They're doing their like, um, Hello, my goodness gracious. I'm getting so many messages. I, I would, I would put my phone away, but I actually need my phone for today's episode. So I'm gonna, I, the ADHD brain is gonna get distracted every now and then. Um, so this is the time of year where all the roundups and the raps and the rewinds and everything happen. Um, like, you know, Spotify wrapped came out at the beginning of the year. Uh, Snapchat just did theirs, but I don't use Snapchat as much anymore, so I don't really look at that. Um, I think Twitch does one. There's all these, all these different like roundups and all that type of thing. So, um, I decided that today's episode, since it is going to be the last episode of, uh, 2023, I will do a roundup, uh, of what I, like my reading roundup of the year, basically, because I have this app. Not sponsored, just gonna, <laughs> just really like the app, but I'm gonna like talk it up a little bit. Cause, um, I used to have this app on my old phone, it was an iPhone 6, that you could scan your books in and it told you like how many books you had, like that you owned in general, what was in your to be read pile, what you were currently reading, and then what you had read. And something happened that that app just disappeared. And I had that app for like over a year. I had so much info on that app and it was gone. Um, but the one downside to it was that it didn't like save what you read in the, in like terms of like years. Like if I was, say, if I had it from 2022 until like now, it didn't save, um, my, it wouldn't tell you specifically how many books you read in one year. I used to have to make like lists, like little lists within the app for that. Um, and it did, it doesn't like separate for genre. It doesn't like do any of that type of stuff. Um, really it was just good for me to see how many books I owned, which was a lot at the time. It's still a lot now. Um, so I'm in a couple Facebook groups where, um, they like, it's a couple book groups where we talk like recommendations for books and like, you know, talking about what you're reading and everything. And a while ago, uh, I had someone in the group say that they, um, or like, I say a while ago, I think I've been using this app for like two years now, but uh, somebody posted this app and I got really interested in it because not only does it tell you like how many books you've read and you can mark like 
uh, which ones you've kept and which ones you don't keep and everything, it breaks down everything into specific, like, statistics. Um, so, for example, it tells me how many books I read this year, uh, which currently uh, is actually not 100% accurate because it's not the end of the year yet, and I'm currently, like, you know, there's going to be more by the end, end of the year. Um, but it tells you how many books you read, how many pages out of all of those books. So, like, I, I've... Up until this moment in time, I have read 50 books this year, and it says uh, it's 1,700 pages out of all of those books. Um, or 17,000, sorry, not 1,700. <laughs> uh, and then it tells you, like, what kind of mood and, like, genres your the books you read are. Um, I don't understand. There's one called Pace, and I don't understand what Pace means. Um, but it tells you the page numbers, what you usually read, like... Uh, how many page numbers you re- usually read in your books, uh, f- how many nonfiction and fiction you read. Um, there's also format, which I don't understand how that works, so I don't really look at that one. And uh, your most read author, and then it tells you your average, or how many um, ratings you have. Because like, you can also rate the books on here. Uh, you can give like actual reviews, or you can just do the star ratings. I just do the star ratings. I don't do any... like online reviewing on any type of app or anything like that um i do reviews i have like little journals we'll talk about that later um so i saw i thought since storygraph does all this breakdowns of books and everything like that i would go through the app and do a little breakdown of what i have read this year what it all looks like uh and yeah i mean storygraph also usually does a like actual like rewind review whatever type thing at the end of the year um, but they haven't done it yet, so I'm assuming it's like going to be on New Year's that it comes out. So this is up until today, December 21st, what I have read. Um, and then when I come back in the new year, because I think, when will the next show be? I'm also 100% trying to like just fill the time <laughs> with talking, because I thought I would have spoken more now, but we are only about five minutes into the show, uh, with the first at least minute being me, um, messing around with the mics so when i come back the next show the next new show i guess i should say that i will have done will be uh for the fourth of january so when i come back i'll probably do a little uh like excerpt at the beginning of the show to like give an update on how many books i read and everything like that but up until today december 21st this is what my reading rewind looks like also it does moods. I said genre. It does genres and moods. And mood is like, I don't understand how that works either. But I kind of want to talk about it because I think it's funny. Um, so like I said, as of this point in time, I have read 50 books with 17,000, 17,034 specifically pages between all 50 books. Um, and the first thing that pops up is moods. And it's a little chart that it's like a little pie chart with the little colors and everything. My most read mood. Oh, where did it go? Oh, it disappeared. There we go. My most read mood with uh, 28 books under this one is emotional, um, which is interesting. There's some in here that I definitely understand. There's um, I had to read Atonement for school back in. Uh, like January, February, Atonement is definitely an emotional book. There is some um, memoirs are in here. Brittany's memoirs here. Elliot Page's. Um, there's some stuff on here that I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. And then there's like um, the Eddie Munson Stranger Things book that came out like two months ago. And I'm like, I wouldn't call that emotional. But I don't know how the app like decides that. I guess like someone puts it in or whatever. But there's emotional, and then my next most is 
dark <laughs> with 18 books, um, which this one also makes sense because it's a lot of like I've read a lot of like thriller, like kind of mystery horror. Like the first thing that pops up is Game of Thrones, which is definitely a, a dark book. Um, Bones and All, which was is like a horror book. Um, Murder in the Family, I will probably do an in-depth review on eventually because I think it's a really interesting book. It's not a straightforward like novel. It's like done in the style of I can't even like. It's hard to des- describe. It's not a straightforward novel. It's done in like a like um. I'll talk about it later. It's a really good book. I'm going to talk about it eventually. Um, a Good Girl's Guide to Murder. The entire trilogy is on here, which makes sense. For some reason, a Heartstopper novel's in dark. I don't know if I would agree with that, but. It says, um, the moods that I, I did read was emotional, mysterious, lighthearted, adventurous, sad, <laughs> which I think is emotional, um, inspiring, dark, tense, funny, reflective, hopeful, informative. I think the least one I read is informative, which is such a small sliver on the pie chart that I actually can't even open it. <laughs> I don't know how much, it's between sad, or no, not sad, sorry, informative and inspiring. Oh, there we go. One book was under-informative, and it is Prince Harry's memoir. Um, and what's inspiring? Can I get that one open, I wonder? Probably not. Nope, I can't. In- inspiring, I also cannot get open. Um, but those are the moods I read. I still think it's funny that emotional is the top. I do like a good emotional book, I will say. Um, but like I said, the moods, it's weird. Um, I'm going to skip over pace, because again, I don't understand what that means. Is that like the pace in which I read it? Because there's only 4% slow on here, and it's only Silver Eyes and Atonement, which I did take a long time to read Atonement, I will say, because there is a part in that book. There's like a middle part that was so hard to get through. Um, And then the other one is Silver Eyes, which is a Five Nights at Freddy's book. Which, maybe I'll also talk about that eventually. I, so far, I've only been talking about books that I have a good review of. And Silver Eyes, you know what, let's get into it a little bit. So, Silver Eyes is based off of the game Five Nights at Freddy's. um, Which, I really loved the first four games in that franchise. I kind of, uh, it, it... my interest in it pattered off a little bit when uh, after the fourth game and then the movie came out this year and I was like hyped for the movie because they've been talking about the movie for like 12 years or something like that like a long time and then I found out there was books based on the games and the books are not very well the first book I read is not very good Eventually, I'll probably talk about Silver Eyes and then, like, Fazbear Frights, I think, is another series, which is basically Goosebumps, but um, Five Nights at Freddy's. I'll get into that eventually, because I think that would that would be... Like, I gotta... I talk about books I like. I'm gonna start talking about books I don't like. So, let's keep... <laughs> let's move along in the app. So, um, after Pace is page number, and my biggest, like average of page numbers that I read is um, 300 to 499, which makes sense. Most of my books are like roughly around the 300 mark. Um, but that takes up more than half of the pie chart with 56%, which is 28 of the total. Oh no, it went back to the top. Hold on, let me scroll down again. Um, and then less than 300 pages is 34% of my reading, which is only 17 books. One of them is like a poetry book I read. Um, and then only 10% is 500 plus, which is, oh, oh, there's one book on here I didn't realize was over 500 pages. Um, 
first one is Game of Thrones, which is 800 pages long. Game of Thrones is a fantastically written book series. Um, the show is also incredible if you stop after season six. But the one thing I find about the Game of Thrones books is that uh, George R. R. Martin kind of puts stuff in there that I feel like doesn't need to be in there. Like, um, for example, with the first Game of Thrones book, um, there was, like, he, he breaks it up that it's, you follow the, the, each, like, different characters in the book. And we follow, like, two specific characters in the first book that I feel like didn't really have an importance in the book. Like, it was so far in between their plots that, um, and, like, the main plot was going on that by the time I got back to it, I was like, what is even happening here? What are we even doing? Um, so, Game of Thrones, though, 800 pages long. That's, like, the most I think I read this year. And then, um, there's two books from the Simon Snow trilogy, which is written by Rainbow Rowell, who I don't know if she writes or they write anymore. I don't remember their pronouns. <laughs> um, I don't know how much, like, if they write anymore, but their books are so cute and I love them. Um, and Carry On is like a kind of parody of Harry Potter, where it's like Simon Snow is the Harry Potter of the of this universe. He's the quote unquote chosen one. Um, so the first book and the last book in that series. And then the one that surprised me on here is the last book in a Good Girl's Guide to Murder trilogy. Apparently it was 565 pages. Did not feel like that at all reading it, although that one is my least favorite in the trilogy. I will get back to reviewing that trilogy eventually as well, because um, that was the first book I did um, for this show, was reviewing that one, and then I did Britney's book, I think, and then I kind of got off the rails a little bit, so we'll get back to it. Um, unsurprisingly, I've only read 6% nonfiction and 94% fiction. I do tend to prefer like my little fantasy universes, um, I find, I only read three. I read Prince Harry's book, Britney Spears's book, and Elliot Page's book. Um, yeah, I prefer, I find it hard sometimes to read memoirs. Like, it takes me forever to read a memoir, even if it's someone I find interesting. Like, Elton John's book, I, I have it, and I read it, um, and I think it took me weeks to read it. Not because it was, like, boring or it was bad or anything like that, but just because reading memoirs i don't know i can't my brain doesn't do it as well as reading like fiction fictional novels but uh i read a lot of fiction 47 <laughs> the like most of what i read was fiction um and then we get into genres which is a weird interesting breakdown now that i look at it because you have my um top one two three, there we go my top five my number one is young adult which I will die on the hill that I will read young adult all the time, no matter how old I am. People think young adult is like teenager. Like once you get to your 20s, you kind of get to the quote unquote grown up stuff. I still read young adult. I love young adult. But with that being said, my second is romance. <laughs> I do love romance novels. I prefer to read romance um, and sci-fi. I prefer fantasy ones too. But fantasy is not up there. No, it is. It's four. I lied to you. I'm so sorry. I'm look. I'm like looking at this for the first time as I do the show. Um, so yeah, that's number four. Number three is uh, LGBTQ books, which is a weird thing to put that in its own genre, but I guess that's what we're doing. Um, and then fantasy. And then what is contemporary? Is that like fiction? That's not. Oh no, there's young adult in here. That's weird. 
I don't know, but that's, I don't know, that's my top ones. And then you have, like, thriller and horror, which I started getting into this year. Historical crime, which I feel like is, can go under, like, mystery, maybe. I don't know. Um, but the further down you go, it's, like, music. Ch- what did I read in children's? Oh, I know what I read. It was The House of Wooden Santas. Um, middle grade. Interesting. Video games, which is definitely just the Five Nights at Freddy's books. Um, what is literary? I'm, like, exploring this for the first time with you guys. <laughs> uh, and you get to hear it live instead of me, like, editing this stuff out. So that's fun. Um, very weird not to have the background music, but I didn't know how to make that. I didn't know how to make that work in not a recording setting. Um, what is liter? Oh, literary is, like, what I read for school. <laughs> Which is weird that that's what they grouped. But, yeah, so we have... Um, the top five, young adult romance, LGBTQ, uh, fantasy and contemporary, and my least one, actually the last, like, bunch, there's like five or six that are all, like, two books each, is, like, graphic novels, manga, music, music I'm assuming is Britney. Please wait while it loads. Oh, it's not going to load. Never mind. I'm just assuming. Uh, super, no, spe- what is this? Speculative fiction. What is that one? Oh, well, let me click it. Anyway, so those are my genres. I How many young adult did I read? 25. That makes sense. Um, we're going to skip over format, because like I said, it tells you format, which is like how many I read in print and how many I read in digital. I only read print. I don't do all, like e-readers or kim, 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 kimbos. Okay, whatever. We're going to pretend like I knew how to say that. Uh, Kobos, that's what it is. Oh, my brain's not working. I have no excuse. Um, so, yeah, I don't read online. I don't do audiobooks. I prefer physical copies of books in my hand. Um, so for some reason, it's like, oh, what are you opening? Why are you opening that now? It's, I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah, it says I read 18% digital, which is nine out of the 50 books. And I don't know how that makes sense because I didn't, but we're going to skip over it. Uh, my two most read authors with four books each were Alice Oseman, who writes the Heartstopper series, which I will eventually talk about as well, and Rainbow Rowell. Uh, the next is Three with Holly, uh, Holly Jackson with three books, who she wrote A Girl's Guide to Murder. We'll get back to that. And surprisingly, Scott Cawthon is number two, and that's the guy who created the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise. Like, he created the games, and he has a hand in writing the books. Um, and once again, we will get to the books eventually. And then we get down to the star ratings. My average rating for all 50 books was three, uh, 3.9. The most I rated books was I rated 16 uh, at 5 stars, and I rated, where is this one? I rated 15 at 4 stars. I'm not hard to impress when it comes to books. Usually it's within like a 4-star rating. Um, however, there was two books that got a 2-star from me. One of them was That Was Then, This Is Now, which is a spiritual, like, sequel to The Outsiders by S.E. Hinton. Not as good as The Outsiders at all. <laughs> um, and the second one was Wide Sar- Sargasso Sea, which I think is connected to Jane Eyre or something. I read that one for school, and I don't know why I gave it two stars, because I actually disliked it so, so viciously. I really did not like that book. Um, and then I have 2.5 stars. There's seven at 2.5. 
The most recent one is the one I just read for Christmas that would have been a three star, or even three and a half. And then it lost like a complete star because of the main guy character. I'll probably like, I'll leave that for like another time. Like, I can't talk about Christmas books now. It's going to be after Christmas. But it's not great. Um, and then also, unfortunately, there's a Marvel book on here. Um, there was a book that was published this year uh, about the Winter Soldier or Bucky Barnes, who was one of my favorite uh, Marvel characters. And the book was awful. It made me so upset how bad it was. Um, and I'll talk about that eventually, too. I don't want to talk too much about, like, just the books in general. Um, we, I have this, this show is to do reviews on the books, you know what I mean? Um, and then the Five Nights at Freddy's book is on here. And then three stars is usually, like, like, I am pretty generous giving three stars. I'm like, ah, the book wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. Three stars. I only have five books under here at three stars. And, uh, one of them is a book that we read for the book club, um, me and Terry were doing, for, well, Terry was like hosting it. I was in it, um, for a while. The book is called The Housemaid. And we were getting a lot of like positive, like feedback on it. Like we heard it was really good. It was voted by the group to be the, the first book that we read. I did not like it mainly because it was kind of falsely advertised. It was advertised as, um, being about this, like, housemaid who is hired for a family and she gets locked in the attic. And it takes over half of the book for her to get in. Like, there's a whole other plot going on until she gets locked in the attic. And then that is, it still isn't even, like, a big part of the book. Like, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll talk about it eventually. There's also apparently controversy around the second book because it's, there's two. There's the housemaid and then, like, the housemaid's secret or something like that. Um, which apparently there was controversy around. I have no interest in reading that one because the first one was so terrible. Um, what else? Because I still have, like, a little bit of time. I'll start doing the promo, like, uh, self-promo stuff in, like, two minutes. <laughs> um, I only have one 4.5 book. What was that? Uh, that's the final book in the Go Girl's Guide to Murder trilogy. Um, like I said, is my least favorite book in the trilogy still got a 4.5 because it was still pretty good. Uh, there's a lot of Stranger Things books, which I will also, maybe that's what I'll do is I'll like group together like the Five Nights at Freddy's books because I've only read two. So I feel like I can probably do a show about both of them at one time. And then there's a bunch of books written based on the TV show Stranger Things. There's, I own three of them. Uh, one is for the character Robin, one is for the character, uh, Hopper, and one is for the character Eddie, who is my favorite character on Stranger Things. Um, there's also one written about Max, one about Lucas, and one about a character that I really don't even care about, so I would highly doubt I'll ever get that one. So maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll do a little, um, grouping of those together. Anyway, though, I hope, uh, you enjoyed the ramblings of me going through my Storygraph, uh, app. I'm thinking whenever they do their actual, um, roundup like they do every year, I'll probably, if I can, because usually you can post your Spotify wraps on, uh, online, like on your stories and stuff. Maybe I'll post it to the Literary Fairy Instagram story, which is a great segue into the, um, into the plugs of everything. So let's start with the social media. Um, excuse me. Um, there is a Facebook page for this, uh, 
for this show. It is called, fa- it is called, <laughs> it, the URL is facebook.com slash the literary fairy chmr. There's also an Instagram, uh, at the literary underscore fairy. I usually post on there, um, a little preview of what's coming up on the week's show. Um, I will post things in the story of the, uh, Instagram page of like anything book related. The Percy Jackson series came out. Uh, a day early. I haven't watched it yet. By the time I come back, I think most of the episodes will be out, so I will probably talk about that as well. Um, so the best place to get updates on the show, to hear things, is to go onto those uh, social media pages. Once again, it's facebook.com slash the literary fairy chmr and at the literary underscore fairy on Instagram. You can like give me a request of anything you want to hear me talk about, if there's anything specific, any books you want to hear me talk about, anything like that. Um, the Literary Fairy is also a podcast. Um, there is a website that I posted the link for on the Facebook page, but turns out you can also find the podcast on uh, Spotify. If you go on Spotify and look up The Literary Fairy, you will find me there. Um, it'll pop up the picture I posted before the show, the first show aired, that it was like the meet the, the host. That's the, the picture there. I don't think this episode will air where it is done live. I usually record the show beforehand. I'm going to break the illusion of the radio for you. Uh, I usually record the show beforehand because usually I am i don't have time to come down at 10 a.m. Uh, every other Thursday for one reason or the other. Um, but I was unable to record uh, the show before today, and then I was off this morning, so I was like, you know, let's just go down and do it live. But because it's live, I don't know if I'm going to be able to. Or I don't know if they're going to be able to upload this episode, which is probably a good thing because it's just chaotic, you know. Just I don't I don't need like the Spotify listeners to hear me like struggling with the mic in the beginning. Um, but yeah, if you want to check out past episodes that you might have missed, or you just want to keep up to date or anything, uh, Spotify, The Literary Fairy, I'm on there. Um, and then I also have two other radio shows based out of CHMR. There's one every Tuesday from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. called The Outlet Hour with my best friend Terry. We play music for an hour. Uh, well, not for the full hour. We play music, we talk, we, you know, have a good time. And then I also have one every Wednesday from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. called The Great Canadian Power Hour. That one is just me. It is an hour of all Canadian content. It's uh, Canadian music, talking points, all this uh, all this stuff. Uh, the last few weeks have been Christmas-themed, obviously. Uh, Christmas Canadian, which is a lot. A lot more than I thought, and a lot of which I found out plays at my work. Um, so, yeah, if you want to hear more of me, Every Tuesday from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m., every Wednesday from 5 to 6. Um, there's also uh, social media for the Outlet Hour if you want to keep up to date with that too. Facebook.com slash the Outlet Hour at the Outlet Hour on Instagram. And I think that's everything. I do still have a little bit of time, so I'm going to fill that little bit of time by uh, wishing everybody a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and a Happy New Year. Um, it's crazy to think that the year is almost over. Like, literally, the next time I um, am doing this show is going to be 2024. And that's so wild to me, because it feels like this year, like, happened, but it didn't. Um, time is just flying. Christmas is in, like, four days. That's so weird to me. Like, I kept, I keep saying, like, oh, I have so much time before Christmas. I have so much time, and then, no, it's four days away. That's wild. Uh, so, you know, Christmas season, please, everybody, uh, be careful. 
be nice to uh, people who work in customer service. <laughs> Speaking as a retailer, please be nice. We're stressed <laughs> as well. And um, it's not our fault if you uh, left your shopping last minute. You can't find anything. <laughs> um, so, yeah, be nice. Uh, be safe. Have a wonderful, wonderful holiday season, whatever holiday you celebrate. Uh, have a safe and happy new year. And I will see you guys. What was the day? Let's find out. Let's go back into the calendar. I am indeed trying to waste these last couple minutes. I will see you guys again or hear you guys again or talk to you guys again, whatever, on uh, January 4th of 2024, where uh, who knows what I'll talk about. I haven't decided yet. Um, so, yeah, I guess I'll just sign off. Thank you for listening, and I hope any of this made sense, and thank you for listening to me struggle uh, for the first minute or so of the show. I will see you guys in the new year. Have a good day. <laughs> a good kind of wet and rainy and windy day, I guess. Um, yeah. Bye.